This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 759, comic reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 4th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 759, looking at some of the books that came out on Wednesday, March 4th. I'm recording this a little bit uh, a little bit late. Um, these books are kind of in the rearview mirror now. It's uh, Friday the 13th of March as I uh, as I read this. It's kind of, or as I record this, it's kind of interesting uh, how the world's kind of feels like it's been slowly falling apart. All sorts of stuff is being canceled and uh, you know, and we're talking about comics, you know, just retreating into those those fun worlds of uh, different comic books. And so let's talk about uh, releases from March 4th. I'm going to be talking about three books today, so it's going to be a relatively quick show, um, which I feel like a lot of these review shows these days usually are. They're usually run under 10 minutes. Uh, so first up, I'm just trying to see here, what have we got? Um, so first I'd like to talk about some of the books that did come out at least pay them some lip service, even though I didn't have a chance to read them, and kind of uh, call out some ones I think that are interesting. We have 2020 Rescue Number 1, uh, which is Pepper Potts uh, Flies Again to Save the Life of Iron Man, according to the cover. I uh, got Issue of Black Hat, Issue Number 10. This is with uh, Wolverine uh, showing up. I'm not a big fan of the uh, the cover art. Just a, Wolverine doesn't look right. It looks too sinewy and thin, and just him and Black Hat just look weird. It's just a weird play on a cover. Um, I'm really liking like the actual book itself, but I just not a huge fan of this cover by J. Scott Campbell. It's very J. Scott Campbellish. Uh, you got Black Panther and the Agents of Wakanda, Conan Battle for the Serpent Crown. This is the second issue, uh, also featuring Black Cat. You got uh, Dark Agnes, Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange, Surgeon Supreme, Excalibur, which I've, I think I've, I'm maybe three or four issues behind at this point. Iron Man 2020 number three, Justice League, Justice League Odyssey, Lois Lane, uh, Magnificent Miss Marvel, Marauders, Marvel, Miles Morales, Spider Man, Savage Avengers, Spider Man Noir, Spider Verse, Strange Academy. I'm excited to read this, but I just haven't had a chance to sit down and, and read it. It's by Scotty Young and Humberto Ramos, and that seems like two uh, tastes that would go well together. And you got Strike Force, Superman Villains, and Flash 750. Um, so with all that, what am I talking about today? Well, I'm talking about three particular books. Um, and kind of an interesting smorgasbord um, of different types of titles. Uh, first up is Batman number 90. Uh, this is continuing the storyline by James Tinney and the Fourth. Uh, this is where you got Catwoman's Secret will tear them apart, apparently. But not really. Um... So it's, I love the art. It's uh, you know it's stylized. It's action oriented. It's by Jorge Jimenez. Um, I will say that some of the faces don't always work as well. Uh, there's the first kind of full shot of Harley Quinn. I'm not sure if I really like the face, but I like the rest of it. it I, again, it's you know it's just the way that Harley Quinn's costume looks. It just kind of ends up being more sexualized, which you know is okay. I just I it's her being covered up and not just kind of looking this way, but that is what it is. Um, it's as I said, it's written by James Tinney and the Fourth, artwork by Jorge Jimenez with Tomu Mori on colors and Clayton Cowles on letters, and you have a cover by uh, Jimenez and uh, who was the other one, Mori, with a variant cover by Francesco Mattina. Uh, so this is continuing the designer storyline, the, their Dark Designs Part Five. Um, I mean, there's some thrilling action. You have Deathstroke. Uh, kind of being hunted by uh, drones that are being controlled by Harley Quinn, which is kind of fun and interesting. It's basically a PlayStation that she's uh, playing with, but able to control these drones, uh, Batman's drones, and you have Batman, Batman and Wonder Woman having a talk. I don't really like the design on the Catwoman's outfit. I don't know why, but it has this weird, like, exposed slit between, like, kind of in just the arm, like, upper, 
like I guess almost in the armpit area, and then also like um, the the clothing doesn't quite match where the gloves are, so you have a little bit of exposed wrist as well. It's just an interesting you know choice that I don't really like. I get a great flashback to kind of her classic kind of Jim Bailet uh, Catwoman costume here, which I did like. Um, and you have this flashback to Penguin, Joker, Riddler, and Catwoman being approached by the designer. And I'm not really a big fan of the story. Um, I, I just, I don't know if I see these four ever really being together and being this cordial, especially like, I do like the revamped kind of version of, uh, Riddler, who's definitely got more, more of an edge on him than he has in previous years. Uh, but just weird to see him here. And I, again, like there's something about the Joker just doesn't quite seem right doesn't feel like the real Joker. Like it, That's one thing I never was really sure if I really liked the way in which Tom King wrote the Joker, and this feels like an extension of that, and it's not necessarily a version of the Joker I like, or that just kind of jives with what I like from the Joker and the way I like him usually being written. Um, so there's just a, it's a lot of backstory about the designer, who the designer is, um, you know, the idea that he was going to help out uh, these four villains to kind of take over Gotham and it was about pushing them so that they'd be so many steps ahead of Batman. Um, interesting to see what goes next. Um, you know, in terms of if this will actually have any impact on the relationship between them, I don't think it will cause we still have Batcat coming up. Um, overall I would say it's still enjoyable. Um, uh, and again, some great art. Uh, I'll give it a seven cause I, I did feel like the narrative thrust really slowed down and there was a lot of, telling it and like it wasn't really showing like it was just a lot of trying to build up the idea of the designer and i don't know it just didn't feel it just felt like such an info dump too that it was kind of all being in a giant concentrated blob um blob sorry in in terms of just being dumped on you and as a reader i thought that was like asking me to take a lot more on faith here uh whereas i think if it had been seated a bit more naturally in the last few issues it might have worked better it wouldn't have the kind of big reveal of catwoman revealing something but it might have been more organic whereas here it just felt like giant exposition and i wasn't that interested with the exposition i just i don't know it just they they try to build in a lot of kind of characters that like had a had an impact but like were in the background and then didn't really do anything and you have court, your court of owls and those types of characters and i think there's an interesting premise here but not in the way, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I buy the, the four people he, he approached and how that kind of went down with the Joker. And again, it's a lot of telling and not really getting to see everything. And I feel like it's asking me to uh, have more of a suspension of disbelief. And I don't, just don't know if it's earned my trust to do that. Uh, next up is, so I'm going to give that a seven, uh, Daredevil number 19 by Chip Sadarsky and Marco Cicchetto. This is Inferno, one of two, Kitchens Fall. I love Marco Trichetto. Do not get me wrong. But there is something special about the other artists you've been getting on here which have brought like a different sensibility and almost almost more of a, um, uh, what's his name, Mazzy Kelly uh, feel to the book. That being said, there's no one who makes, you know, gorgeous people like uh, Marco Trichetto. Uh And this is where everything kind of really starts to go a little haywire. Uh, in Hell's Kitchen, you have Vigilant, you know, you have uh, Crossbones, etc., uh, with you know a revamped kind of version of Bullseye, um, this is not the Kingpin's doing. Uh, you have like Daredevil wannabes trying to protect the streets. You have Daredevil himself uh, teaming up with Cole, which I think is just really cool to see. You have characters like Bullet who are back. They're you know uh, not super powerful, but they're classic Daredevil villains uh, that will show up that are much more street level. I like that you have Matt kind of finally taking on the mask again. Um, I 
I'd have to go back, but I, I don't know if I expected to see a Typhoid Mary here, and I'm interested to see where that's going to go. Um, yeah, like this was this felt like it was really building everything that's been going on in this book for a while now to a head. And I like that the uh, the emotional journey that Matt's been on to really make him Daredevil again. Um, and, I, and and it makes it all feel earned. It feels like every everything we've been through wasn't without reason, wasn't without purpose, and it was molding. Matt Murdock into who he needs to be next. And I, I think Sadarsky's just killing it. And he's, he's been really uh, fortunate to have such great artists um, kind of helping him through the journey that he's been putting Matt on. So I'm going to give this a, an eight and a half. I just, I was so, so enjoying it, loving every minute of it. And again, it's a very solid book. And last but not least, we have the, uh, the newest Tom King uh, release. Um, and this is kind of a big one. He's been talking it up a lot. It's on the black label. Um, I believe it's another 12 issue, uh, series. Uh, yeah, it's one of 12. Um, chapter one, it's called, they floated above the ground. It's by, it's strange adventures. Number one, written by Tom King and our work by interior and cover by Mitch Gerards and Evan Doc Shaner. Uh, so, uh, Shaner is doing the kind of classic, uh, uh, silver age superhero kind of idea, all the ideal um, of Adam Strange, and you have the more dirty, uh, current, um, you know, current uh, version of uh, of Adam Strange done by Gerads. And there's such a delightful counterbalance to each other because one is again so much more rounded and realistic, and the other one is again really capturing the old school uh, sci-fi sensibility of the Silver Age with Adam Strange, which actually makes me want to read more Adam Strange uh, from back in the day. Um, so I I really like this. I mean. It's definitely kind of playing with wartime and perception and who Adam Strange really is and how he would be viewed for what he did on RAN. Um, it, you know, the ending was great in terms of setting up someone to investigate who isn't Batman, so it's Mr. Terrific, which I liked. Um, I really love the uh, the quote by Carmine Infantino talking about RAN and, you know, kind of creating uh, the the world and landscape of, of, uh, Adam Strange. Um, I love this. I thought this was really enjoyable, uh, great art, great storytelling sensibilities. Again, I love the split artistic, um, chores between the two artists because they really are able to highlight different ideas and aspects of the character and the narrative that's being put forward. Um, I thought this was excellent. I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. Uh, definitely, I think the best book I read this week, I mean, Daredevil was amazing, but Strange Adventures just had this extra oomph to it. Um, yeah, no, I, I really, really dug it and was, you know, just loving every minute of it. So that was all, that was really fun. Um, and that's that, you know, that's, that's what I had a chance to read this past week. Um, looking forward to books that came out on the 11th of March, or as I record this two days ago, uh, they include Amazing Spider-Man 41, which I'll t- be talking about in our next episode, next reviews episode, uh, Ant-Man, Avengers, Avengers of the Wastelands, Batman and the Outsiders, Cable, Catwoman, Conan, Battle for the Serpent Crown. Wait, didn't, I already, didn't I already come out? Maybe I missed the, the date on that. Uh, Decorum, uh, Ghost, Ghost Rider, Gwen Stacy, Hawkeye Freefall, Hawkman, Immortal Hulk, Jessica Jones, Blind Spot, Nebula, New Mutants, Punisher Soviet, Spider Ham, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, Star Wars Darth Vader, Star Wars The Rise of Kylo Ren. I think they like publishing Star Wars books. Uh, Stealth Number One, Submariner Marvel's Snapshot, Superman, Symbiote, Spider Man, Alien Reality, The Batman's Grave, Six of Twelve, The Flash, Seven Fifty One, The Green Lantern Season Two, Number Two, uh, The Terrific's Venom, 
Wonder Woman, X-Men, and Young Justice. So a lot to talk about in our my next uh, reviews episode. Uh, you can rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Uh, looking forward to the next couple of months. Uh, we should have a, an interview with Scott Dumbier uh, from uh, IDW. Um, wait, hold on. Is it IDW? Shoot. He does all the um, artist editions, and now I'm forgetting who publishes them. I think it's IDW. I'm going to have egg on my face if I'm wrong, but... If you, I think everyone kind of knows what the artist editions are and where they're coming from. So he works on them, uh, and he, he's, I believe he kind of started the concept. And I'm really excited to kind of talk about what it's even like to put one of those out and um, the process and just that. I think that could be a really interesting episode um, in the next couple, uh, maybe weeks, maybe months. I hope to have Jed Winnick back on the show. I'm trying at some point to have. Um, Mark Beasley, maybe in the like later or later months of the year, uh, might be willing to come on the show. He's from Marvel Editorial and Collections. Um, always working on having Corey Sotomayor come back, but that may not be until uh, beginning of next year. Uh, Andy Runton, the creator of Alley, we're trying to have him back on the show. Or sorry, on the show. Period. Uh, hasn't been on the show yet. Uh, Mark Wade, hopefully to have a uh, back on the show in April to talk about the history of the Marvel Universe, which just came out in a beautiful Marvel Treasury edition, uh, which is oversized, and it might be the topic of a next episode. Uh, actually, it very much might be. Um, so I have some great stuff coming out. So again, uh, stay tuned to the Comic Shenanigans feed, and uh, those will show up in the course of the next few months. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.